Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Player interviews coming up shortly. What did you yep. learn today at practice? Well, not a whole lot. <laughs> they were outside. <laughs> they were in shells. Um, you know, they uh, yesterday they were just in, um, in in spiders, which means no no hard shells or anything, uh, which is pretty typical for this time of year. Backing off a little bit on some things, so maybe spending more time in the film room and stuff, but. Um, KJ was working with the first group. Um, and Takias Crawford continues to get some action with the first group on the offensive line. Uh, they weren't ever in team, just in individual stuff, you know, um, and Skelly, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, nothing nothing too dramatic, I would say. Uh, obviously, um, you know, we know Miles Slusher and Anthony Brown aren't playing, and they moved player interviews up to 545 uh, today. I, I'm guessing maybe that has something to do with, maybe giving them more time to go vote if they want to do that. Um, mm. I'm not sure. I don't think they put any kind of reason on why they moved player interviews up, but I guess that maybe gives them – I think they have till 7.30 to vote yep. today, so uh, maybe that was just giving them a little a little more opportunity to go do that if they haven't already. Of course, you know, I'm <laughs> tomorrow just... we, have, we have Sam Pittman at 2 o'clock and Eric Musselman at 2 o'clock, so I'm not sure how they tomorrow? managed well, to do that. Good. Yeah, that would be good. Well, two separate zooms. Really? Yeah, how about that? By the way, Arkansas is the only state whose polls close at 730. Mm-hmm. Only one. Isn't that amazing? Rick, would you have ever scheduled a head coach for basketball and football? No. Press conferences at the no. exact same time? No, and they need to change that before tomorrow. I would agree. Uh, you know, Pittman's is a regular 2 o'clock. Yeah, it's right. always on the schedule. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, that they, they should change that. I know they're previewing a Friday basketball game, but uh, what time do they usually start practice? Three o'clock? Is that why they do them at two? No, it's uh, this will be before practice. Right. I mean, so if they like start, right, right before. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, yeah. Musselman does it, and then they go straight to practice. Right. I'm thinking okay. two thirty or something is the start of practice. They could probably do that at one thirty, wouldn't you think? Oh, I just think you know. It's still Mackay Mitchell's bit, going but... ahead, so why not just flip them or something? Yeah, good idea. We'll see. Well, what you and I have no input on this, so no, you have input. <laughs> you could say, "Hey, how am I supposed to cover both of these?" And you, you could get that changed. I, I don't. Have, I have no input. Yeah. How can you do? How can we, meaning back here in Central Arkansas, how do we cover both of them? I mean, can you? Mm-hmm. Can you get both Zooms going at I don't one even time know if you can your... open two Zoom windows at once. I've never had for, to try. Yeah, it wouldn't work for TV, but it would work for your publication. It would work for the Democrat Gazette. They mm-hmm. have people that cover football and cover basketball separately, so they probably figure that they're okay there. But if you're a TV station and you're trying to cover both, how do you do that? That, that, that would be harder for them. Rick, you sound like you're trying to get sick. Well, I got a little bit of a cold. I do. I sure do. Yeah. Well, hey, it was cold out there. Better. It was cold out there Saturday. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, Randy, what are... do you think of this? Th- Sorry, go ahead. 
Now I was going to say we do our pregame show on the balcony, uh, oh. the Broil Center, and it was it was cold. So yeah. anyway, yeah. probably got cold. Sorry, Randy. What do you think about this three and a half point betting line? I think it's amazing. Wouldn't you think LSU is a bigger I, favorite than that? Yeah, I, I am bet, not a better. It feels like they're begging I'm people to become a better on this one. The guys that set the line usually know something, and they're right. probably thinking that Arkansas played about as poorly as they could play, mm-hmm. and they will give a tremendous effort Saturday, and that LSU probably played as well as they could play and may not play as well. But that's, that's probably what they're thinking, to get people to bet both sides. Well, I, th- I think there's a few things that play into it. Obviously, there's going to be a bit of a letdown for LSU, you would think, from going from a home game at night against Alabama, beating them, and then Arkansas on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, <laughs> you know, uh, coming off of a, uh, you know, they're worth showing in the Sam Pittman era against Liberty, just played absolutely terribly, and that's not necessarily what we've seen from Arkansas all year. Now, they haven't been as good as we hoped that they might be, but uh, they certainly haven't been as bad as they were. And so I guess you factor in maybe a bit of a wake-up call for Arkansas. Um, you know, kind of everything is on the line. Arkansas could also just completely let go of the rope, you know, after a loss like that. It could go the complete opposite direction. But I guess they're banking on Arkansas, you know, pulling it in and pulling together and, and figuring something out. K.J. being healthier also, that'll, you know, maybe play a factor into it. Uh, it being an 11 o'clock game for LSU versus a night game in Death Valley, certainly certainly a different experience for them. So maybe all those things. I, I still, I mean, how can you not like LSU by more than three and a half points at, at this yeah, point, the way yeah. things have gone? But, I would figure the money would be enormous being yeah. bet on LSU. They definitely you? want you to bet on, on LSU. Yeah. I mean, that's – yeah. They usually say four points for a home field usually is kind of what's factored into it. Um, I'm sure it's different for a different different services, but, um, you know, that's maybe part of it too. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely begging you to bet on, on LSU in this one. Trey, have you contemplate? I guess maybe that's maybe – I'm not sure what term I want to use. Do But do you believe – Arkansas is capable this year of playing four, F-O-U-R, four full quarters. Do you think this team, no. this team is capable? <laughs> I mean, i got to go on what I've seen. I've not seen them put together four full quarters, not not in any game. I mean. I mean that's what's kind of scary, which, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm still, I'm kind of leaning towards, again, that, three and a half in favor of, of um, LSU. But mm-hmm. you think about it, Arkansas has not played a four-quarter game yet. Well, you got to start with the first quarter, right? I mean, I, yeah. I think they played one, four, one first quarter, and that was, I guess, against Texas A&M. South Carolina. They, they were good in South Carolina, quarter. yeah. Yeah, but that's about it. So, You're right. Yeah, you got to start with the first quarter. <laughs> if you don't play the first quarter, then it's hard to play four full ones. But uh, yeah. They've got to get off to a better start. It's just been the two big problems that have persisted all year long. They've had other problems that have popped up here and there, uh, you know, with injuries in the secondary and things like that. But uh, goal line has been an issue and getting off to a fast start. 
those have been two issues that have carried with them almost every game. Scary. I mean, really is scary to think that they have not been able to put together four quarters yet. Let's talk to Sergeant Johnson. Sergeant Johnson, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I got a comment. And uh, so that three and a half may seem a little um, suspicious, but if you really look at it, and it says that Arkansas played extremely down last week and LSU played extremely up, and at 11 o'clock, LSU doesn't necessarily have the fullest of their home field advantage. They, Arkansas has legitimately, Arkansas has recruited not not necessarily equal talent, but comparable talent to LSU for the past two or three years. And when you add that factor in, Arkansas shouldn't have lost the game. What what beats Arkansas, and what beats the fans of Arkansas, we do not appreciate any opponent who we think they're lesser. Liberty came to play. And I, all week I heard the fans talking about we should beat them and we should this and we should. We ain't going to be ranked after we beat Liberty. I can tell you that. That type of talk, that mentality, if we're saying it, then the players are thinking it. And if they're thinking it, you cannot respect your opponent. Therefore, you cannot beat an opponent who's ready to fight. And I think that is one of the biggest issues with Arkansas. They're going to come out and probably stomp the LSU by two touchdowns. I'm, I'm not betting on it. But I can guarantee you that you're going to see a different Razorback. And I'm going to hang up and listen. Yeah. Football's yeah, a fight. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if LSU, yeah. if you, Liberty can come in to Fayetteville and do what they did to Arkansas, I mean, it stands to reason that maybe Arkansas could pull something like that against LSU. Uh, I, I'm not saying that that's what I see either, and he wasn't either, I don't think. But um, – it, this game kind of reminds me a lot of, of 2016 <laughs> in in a way where, you know, Arkansas, I think it just come off of a, a nice win against Florida. I believe LSU had played Alabama the week before, and everybody was kind of thinking, oh, this is, you know, this is Arkansas. And I think LSU beat Arkansas in Fayetteville like 38-10 or something like that um, at Orgeron when he was the interim coach. <laughs> but uh, – I don't know, it kind of, for some reason, reminds me of that. I believe that was an early game also. But, yeah, I mean, LSU probably played the best game that they've played all year, and Arkansas probably played the worst, and that probably has factored into it. On top of it, you know, we are expecting K.J. to be healthier, hopefully, than than he was last week. Sam Pittman said he looked better on Monday uh, than he did the, the previous Monday, so... I was going to say a moment ago, I'm guessing that that had to be, as you go out to watch, observe. K.J. right now is the most observed players just to watch and see how he's throwing the ball. I'm yeah. guessing. That's what I would do. I'd go out there and watch every throw that he made. Yeah. Um, you know, and LSU, too, is, I mean, they're playing pretty well these last few weeks. They have not had. And they've had a bye in during the last three weeks, obviously too. But uh, they lost to Tennessee pretty pretty badly at home. Um, before that, they they had a close game at Auburn, twenty one seventeen. You know that was a close one against a, a really bad Auburn team. But these last few weeks have been, you know, they beat Ole Miss, uh, they beat Alabama. Um, I mean, they've that's two top ten wins there. They beat somebody else pretty good too. I'm not thinking of for some reason, but. Um, 
they've been they've been on a roll, no question. And this this is a team that was kind of a joke. People were laughing about Brian Kelly, how he was a bad fit there. Mm-hmm. What I knew of Brian Kelly is that he's a really good coach and has won everywhere he has been. Everywhere he has been, going back to his first FBS job at Cincinnati. Uh, and Cincinnati's been good ever since he was there, you know, uh, to Notre Dame and and now to LSU. He's he has won a lot of football games as a head coach, and um, that's kind of what what I was thinking when, you know, when that schedule. When you look at the schedule, you're like, man, you sure would rather play LSU at the beginning of the year when they're still getting everybody acclimated and stuff because they got a lot of new faces on that team. They had 15 transfers come in. Um, I think 10 of them are from Power 5 conferences. And uh, they had a lot of transfers come in, and, you know, a lot of new faces and stuff, including at quarterback with an unsettled quarterback situation. So you felt like playing them early in the year was uh, was more ideal than, you know, them having time to kind of mesh together. With Auburn, I kind of felt like it was the opposite side, the opposite, you know, because uh, you'd figure they would probably, you know, probably fall apart by the end of the year, which they did. Let's talk with uh, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. You know, Trey, how you doing? Hey. First of all, but I just got I'm through doing, I'm guys, doing as so well as can be expected, Savage, about as good as you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I just got through voting, so it'll get better. But, uh, you know, guys, I question, Trey, I question the mindset of this coaching staff. All right, so when KJ goes out with a concussion, you go to what we thought was the third-string quarterback, but mm-hmm. Malik is supposed to be second, you know, the second string, but you start the third-string quarterback. But then this pass game very Liberty, mishandled, yeah. You know, he's physically hurt. He can't, he can't throw the ball very well, but you don't sit him in this instance because he didn't practice all week. It's, it's hard to see what this mindset of this coaching staff is. I get it. This is – you know, Pittman's first time being a head coach. Uh, mm-hmm. Not He's never been an offensive coordinator. He's been a lineman coach. So he's got to bounce stuff off his other assistant coaches. But they're not getting paid the money that he's getting paid to make these decisions. So I, I question that part of it. But on the basketball thing, Trey, they said it was a sellout. But that Bud Walton probably what? It wasn't full the, at the all. Students, I think they said the students sold it out. It was a sellout for the students. Well, Student they're sold. No. They're sold out for the season. Yeah, but people sold that doesn't mean season. everybody's. That doesn't mean they're coming. I mean, there there are games that people just aren't going to be there. But well, what do we think the attendance was? It was so if yeah. if I went to the went to Bud Walton last night, would they open up? You know, if they see there's no the seats aren't filled, do they open the doors at some point and let no. people in? No, no, you can I mean, you can buy tickets. You can buy tickets through StubHub. I don't know if they still have the deal where people turn their tickets back to the foundation and then they sell them at face value. I don't know if they still do that or not, but no, they, they, they can't resell tickets that have already been sold. Right. Well, I mean, Craig, what did you think about the crowd last night? Um, I thought it was probably a better crowd than I expected. I mean, it's a season opener. I get it, but um, that's pretty consistent. Maybe better. I think that's probably a better crowd for an opener than what they've had. Don't you think, Rick? Were you able to in go? No- in November against North Dakota State, who even though we can say they won 23 last year and they're a decent team, in the minds of fans, that's not an attractive opponent on a Monday night. So I think there are a lot of things that worked against. We'll see. Now, Friday night they play Fordham. 
yeah. the night before a football game at home. So we'll see what the crowd's like that night. And Trey, what's, what do you think about the timeline for Nick Smith? And I, you know, I think he'll probably play at Maui, or you think he'll play before that? And I'll get off here. Appreciate it. You know, if it's a if it's a more serious, so there's there's three different. I don't know if it's an MCL, but that's kind of what popped in my head. Usually, when I hear knee injuries or somebody say a knee sprain or something like that, you know, those are the that's the thing that pops in my head. And there's, to my knowledge, I'm not a doctor or a physical therapist or anything, but to my knowledge, um, there's three grades of MCLs, and there's a grade one, two, and three. And you're talking, you know, six days for a one six weeks for a two, and a season for a three. Now, to me, I've seen football players with that injury where, hey, you know, he'll be back in six weeks, and we see him, you know, I think they'll usually have like a surgery, and then we'll see him with a, um, you know, it's kind of a, a cast, one of those a cast that they kind of strap over their knee and crutches or, you know, something like that. Um, and Nick Smith was at the game yesterday. He didn't seem to be laboring at all with the knee, so I got to think it's, fairly minor i mean it's not ideal obviously but uh i gotta think it's it's fairly minor at this point i don't think we'll see him i don't think we'll see him maybe these first three games before the game musselman on the radio with chuck made it sound like day to day made it sound like it wasn't much Mm -hmm. at all after the game and talking to the Mm -hmm. media he said uh we'll prepare the players who are uh, available to play when he's talking about friday night's game as if there's no way he's going to play Friday night. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Day to day, to me, means he could play the next game. But he was hesitant to answer any questions about it. Yeah, <laughs> well, absolutely, was he hesitant? Yeah, and I get that. Yeah, I, I, what I'm hoping for is setting these first three games, and then hopefully he's available for Maui. That's just my hope. All right, Trey. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Brady of FoxSports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue.